It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the MLB Extras Detroit Tigers podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined, as always, by Tigers reporter Jason Beck. And Beck, uh, you just got back from a run as we're recording this, which means you are in line with, I don't think that's, you, that's not your New Year's resolution, though. You're always running. So you're just keeping in check with your your annual uh, you know, upkeep. But what is your New Year's resolution for 2019, Beck? Uh, you know what? I actually haven't made one yet. <laughs> I, yeah, it kind of slipped by me. Um, I, wow, you kind of put me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I am resolving to cover more Tigers baseball, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean – You've, you know, uh, I, you, I got the full marathon back out of the way again last year, so there's not really a whole lot to build on running wise. Well, I was going to say covering the covering the Tigers this season could feel like a marathon at times. We know it's a transitionary time. Um, so what? So I know someone asked you this in an inbox. What, what should Tigers fans be excited about here in this new year? Well, I think for you know this is kind of the year that where you're going to start seeing some of the top prospects get onto the cusp of the big leagues. And you might see one or two of them come through. I, I'm, th I'm talking about the, the starting pitching guys. Uh, you know, depending, you're going to see a lot of those guys either open the season at Double A Erie or start out in Lakeland until the weather warms up up north, and then get to Erie there. So you've got the makings of a star-studded rotation in Erie, and from there, it's not that far of a step to Triple A Toledo, and then onto the major leagues. You know, so far the Tigers have been pretty cautious about being patient with, with their prospects, especially on the pitching side. But it wouldn't shock me if as the year goes on, if, especially if there's some openings that are created in Detroit and also Toledo, if they start being aggressive with some of these guys, um, especially a guy like Casey Mize, who's a little bit older, a little bit more accomplished in his college career, uh, Bo Burrows has spent basically the last year and a half in Erie. If he takes the steps that the Tigers hope he takes, it wouldn't shock me at all to see an early season promotion to Toledo and then potentially a September call up to Detroit. And then that doesn't even get to the offensive side where hopefully we're going to see a full season in the big leagues out of Kristen Stewart. Uh, Dewell Lugo should be knocking on the big league door, maybe not to start the year, but as the year goes on, and there's a chance that we could see Willie Castro uh, take over at shortstop by the time the year is out. Hmm. Yeah, you mentioned Mize. I, you know, some teams uh, they'll bring their number one pick into big league camp uh, the, the following year. Will that be the case with the Tigers and Mize? Do you think? Um, they they haven't said anything officially, but the indications are you know considering they did that for Alex Fajardo. A year ago, um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm expecting right now. Is you know, there's signs pointing in that direction that they're going to at least give him a taste of big league camp to be around some of the uh, big league pitchers 
see how they go about their business, see how they establish their routines before and during the season. Uh, I know that was a big point of emphasis for for why they invited Fiedo last year. And I think that's, I would expect that's what they're going to do here. You know, he's not going to make the team out of camp. Let's just get that out of the way now, no matter how well he pitches. That just, that's, that's not the MO here. But I think what they're looking to do is lay the foundation so that he can establish himself as a professional um, and get into a routine pretty quickly. Because keep in mind, I mean, he only pitched, I, I think, like 13 innings uh, in uh, in A-ball uh, last summer. Basically just enough to get a taste of what it's like to pitch in pros, but not really enough to get a routine going as far as pitching in a five-man rotation. So, yeah, yeah, look for that to, to happen here coming up next month. Well, speaking of laying a foundation, uh, they added Mize, of course, as the number one overall pick. Uh, Parker Meadows in the second round. Cody Clemens in the third round. They made that trade for Willie Castro uh, with the Indians. They acquired Logan Shore from the A's. And with all that in mind, the Tigers are listed among Jim Callis as our uh, resident uh, you know, prospect guru, draft guru. He listed the Tigers as uh, having one of the most improved farm systems going into 2019. Yeah, and I think it makes sense, especially on the offensive side. I mean, these guys, Al Vila and the people in the Tigers front office have been trying for you know basically the better part of a year and a half now to bolster this system, especially on the position side. They were already had a had a nice foundation on the pitching side, but that's gotten even stronger now with uh, with the addition of uh, Mize, but also with Matt Manning's emergence is, is more than just a top ten pick from a few years ago. Now he's looking like he's got a chance to be a really good starting pitcher. Now that you've seen him make strides on the baseball side. You know, adjusting to being a full-time baseball player as opposed to the two-sport athlete he was in high school. Um, so, you know, they've, they've got five uh, starting pitching prospects in the top 100 on the pipeline list. You know, they've got guys emerging on the offensive side with Stewart now, with Isaac Paredes, who really kind of flew under the radar this past summer for what he was doing. I mean, he he had, he had doubled uh, figures in home runs in the Florida State League as a teenager, which is not easy to do at all. I mean, that's that's a pitcher-friendly league even for more mature prospects. And he was able to, to break down some of those guidelines even in just half a season before getting up to Uri. So they're really hoping that he can emerge as another impact bat for them um, you know, going forward. So really, this system, realistically, I think, is one real impact bad away from being a really, really good system and kind of being the, the, uh, the base for, for this uh, organizational rebuild. And they might be able to get that, that type bat here with the fifth overall pick coming up in the draft in June. Mize and Manning are listed at one and two, respectively, on MLB Pipeline's uh, list of top 30 Tigers prospects. Franklin Perez, right-handed pitcher, was on top of that list a year ago. He had an injury-plagued season in 2018, missed a lot of time. I know you spoke with him recently. Um, what do you have to say? What's his outlook for 2019? Well, the good news is he's already throwing. He's passed that shoulder issue that uh, ended the season early, uh, I believe, in July. So he's on track to be ready for spring training. He's going to be in big league camp because they had to put him on the 40-man roster 
to protect them from Rule 5 draft. So that automatically gets him a, a camp invite. And so far, he's feeling good. Uh, you know, he's really kind of – he was a forgotten man amongst all these pitching prospects because he pitched so little last year. I think he only made about uh, a handful of starts. And in those, he, he never pitched uh, more than three-plus innings. In any of these, in any of these outings, so you know, he's he's basically coming off a lost season, which dropped him from first on the Tigers prospect list to I believe third now. But the talent's still there. You know, I remember watching this kid pitching even in just simulated games last spring training, and you just you look at the the physical gifts for this kid, especially for his age. You know, he's still he just turned twenty one. And watching him last spring facing A-ball guys in just minor league camp games, he was a man amongst boys. He can really overpower some good hitters. And assuming he's back to normal after a lost season, it'll be fun to see what he can do against, uh, against some advanced hitters. Because one bright spot for all the rehab he had to do, this summer was he really got himself in very good shape. It really had to hit the weight room in a way that he didn't have a chance to do really in his brief pro career. Yeah. After all the, even after all the injuries in 2018, he's uh, ranked 67th by MLB pipeline in the top 100 overall prospects. So um, as you said, Beck, uh, Tigers have a strong showing on that top 100 list. Uh, so it's a new year back and, and sometimes people start thinking ahead to their vacation plans for, for the year ahead. And I know one reader wrote into you, why should they visit spring training this year? You obviously are going to be there regardless. The Tigers could field a team of high school kids and you would be there for MLB.com. Why should a Tigers fan go to spring training this particular year? Well, I think first and foremost, if you believe the long-term forecast for winter in Michigan, the polar vortex is supposed to <laughs> around early February. So uh, right around spring training is, is should be around the time that everybody is sick and tired of winter, even though, you know, not complaining, but we haven't seen much of winter recently here in Michigan. We've been kind of lucky, but I don't think we're going to be that fortunate going forward. But yeah, I think, you know, the, the reasons baseball wise are some of the reasons we discussed already that, you're going to see some of these prospects in camp. Um, Franklin Perez is going to be there. Casey Mize is most likely going to get a taste. Um, you know, Stewart is going to get a good long look in big league camp. He should have a spot sewn up in left field. Uh, we're going to see Dawel Lugo. Hopefully, maybe get a taste, uh, get a quick look at Isaac Paredes. If not on a full camp invite basis, then maybe it's just an extra player. They showed a willingness to do that with some of their prospects last year. Uh, so you're going to see a good share of young talent in camp. And I think there, there's going to be opportunities. You know, I'm always one to preach about spring training, that it's a good opportunity, you know, especially, you know, for younger fans, because it's so much more up close and personal than you get, than the feeling you get in big league ballparks, uh, just because everything's so much closer Ballparks are smaller, and there's so much more availability for autographs, and you can watch batting practice up close, and a lot of things. And I think with the uh, with the rebuild they did structurally, with the ballpark in Lakeland, 
there, there's a much better atmosphere going on there. And I think there's going to be some really good opportunities to be able to say that you saw some of these good young players, some of these top prospects, if not on the big league side and even on the minor league side, which is literally like just across the street in the Tiger Town complex, you can say you saw some of these guys before they hit it big. Yeah, spring training is great for that. The ease of access is unparalleled. And I think I just came up with a resolution for you, Beck, for 2019. You spent so much time in Lakeland over the years. I think this should be the year you buy property in Polk County. What do you, think? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's funny. I used to tease um, Tom Gage, uh, the Hall of Fame writer from the Detroit News. At one point, I I figured that I could tease him because I would I could calculate how many years he was on the beat and then calculate, well, if he spent five or six weeks every year in Lakeland, how many years of his life did he spend in Lakeland, Florida? <laughs> and we're, I realized recently we're now at the point where we could start doing that with me in Lakeland to where I think I'm actually closing in on a year and a half of my life spent yeah. in Lakeland now, if not more than that. So I, I think I might be able to run for mayor in Lakeland if I wanted to, to go that route. Well, so you're still ahead of the game. You're still ahead of those of us who spent many a spring in Winter Haven. So I, I think you still got the better part of Polk County, easier access uh, to to the freeway and get over to uh, Tampa and Orlando. So I like your situation, Beck. Um, and uh, good stuff as always. And we'll keep checking in with you leading up to spring training. Thanks for doing this, Beck. Thanks for having me on. Uh, have a good new year. And uh, let's keep it going going forward. <laughs>